Very happy to have with me Mr. Ashish Lemai, a creative and marketing tech senior leader. His career graph is super inspiring. He started as an intern at Lintas and went ahead to become the vice president of the same company. He has worked with companies such as Times of India, Dun & Bradstreet Information Services India Private Limited, Starcom Media West Group and is presently CEO APAC for Happy Finish. So, so lovely name. <laughs> so, so the, the, the name catches you. Like, I mean, so is there like a story behind Happy Finish? I mean, the name? Yes. Uh, so there's a nice uh, anecdote to it. Long back, uh, as a company, we have been in business for about 17 years right. globally. And long before the, uh, the technology, uh, which today we are talking about, whether it's an XR or an AR, mm. uh, from a communication standpoint, photography or visual communication used to be one of the key uh, port of call for most of the photographers and marketeers right. and uh, even in this Instagram age you would agree that no photo is perfect so yeah. photographers used to come and say that can you finish this image and that's how the name happy finish, happy finish. came into uh, existence uh, I think so it's a good icebreaker when we talk to most of the clients right. people yeah. still say happy finish what are you I mean <laughs> sometimes the clients have also come and that is like a massage parlor or something and we have said that not really so, yeah, that's the anecdote about the name Happy Finish. Lovely, lovely. So, so the, the website mentions that you guys are like a global creative production collective. Right. So, so when you say a collective, uh, is it like a team of people which is which functions around the world? I mean, you've got teams or, or you like a, you tie up with, with these companies around the world. How does like a collective function? So, uh, when you say collective, obviously it means that we have an ecosystem which allows us to collaborate with the right people in the right vertical. Right. Uh, but to a large extent, uh, what we bring to the table as a company is a genesis of the creative idea. Right. Understanding that what is the feasibility and the possibility of executing that idea. Mm -hmm. And then who's the right person or the right business vertical to actually combine that with. Mm -hmm. As you would agree, uh, the world is becoming more or less a collaborative space rather than Completely. I can do it myself. Mm -hmm. And hence, collaboration has been one of the key uh, focus areas for us as a company. Right. So the collective word essentially defines uh, our uh, effort to build an ecosystem around three verticals. One is photography, which is still one of the key visual medium for us. Right. Second is computer generated imagery, which is CGI, right. uh, which then dwells into things like animation and to some extent even pushing it in terms of the 3D modeling aspect. Uh, which in many ways is the first step to digitization. Right. And then the third vertical is the XR, which obviously includes AR, VR, a little bit of machine learning, as well as AI. Right. Uh, so these are the three verticals across which we have core functions in-house. Right. And then for everything else which we need to have a more uh, specialist input on, we collaborate with people globally. Oh, lovely, lovely. So your website also mentions that you guys are one of the leading uh, AR, VR companies in the world. Right. Uh, so, so do tell me more about uh, that and what are the experiences that you're building, like your clients and... We, we actually started uh, experimenting with AR, VR long back, I would say as early as 2014, uh, both globally as well as right. in India. And uh, one of the reasons why, so I'll, I'll answer your question in terms of what led us to this particular technology. Right, right. And then I will have a little bit of uh, foray in terms of what we are doing next. Right. right? So that will answer both the past and the right. future part of it. 
what led us to this technology was that uh, we were constantly talking to marketeers um, and global marketeers. I mean, you talk about brands like Tata's in India, maybe Nike globally, mm. wherein the focus was always uh, the brands or the marketeers were keen of pushing us to say that what next can you bring to the table which is not within the conventional domain of your marketing communication platforms right. like let's say a television or maybe a print media mm. or a out of home or a retail mm. uh, and that's when we bumped across a couple of um, a research and development projects which our team was doing internally right. wherein we realized that there is a lot of play area wherein you build interactivity with your products. Hmm. Uh, and once you start building interactivity with your products, you obviously take it to the next level of consumer engagement. Hmm. That's when we started with uh, using some of these learnings with existing clients. Hmm. Uh, globally with brands like Nike, closer home with brands like Tata. So in 2015, which is almost like four years back, uh, we did the first virtual test drive, uh, which has been witnessed in Indian market. Right. Uh, it was a massive uh, opportunity to take a car to 2.5 million users in markets like Mumbai, Delhi and Bangalore right. using Times of India as a newspaper. So, uh, which was as mass as you could reach for the launch of a car. Now, that's the first, I would say, real mass scale use of VR. In an Indian context. So, so I would like to know more about this. How did sure. you manage to uh, like take it 2.5 million? That's like a huge number. And back in 2015, that's way too early. That's brilliant. Absolutely. Right. So uh, I think so. it's important that you, you need to have a little bit of consumer insight before you uh, push technology in any marketing communication right. aspect. Right. One of the consumer insights in automobile space is that if you can make a customer, a potential customer, test drive a car, right. there is a strong chance of conversion because A, your product is good. Right. B, the potential customer has had an opportunity to test drive that car. Right. Uh, but the bottleneck here is that thanks to the cities which we live in, mm -hmm. even if you book a test drive, there's no guarantee that you would be able to reach the showroom on time right. thanks to the traffic jams. Right. Or even for that matter, you know, something or the other might happen. Right. You're test driving in a very congested environment and your experience may not be that good. Of course, there's no replacement to a, a physical test drive. Right. Uh, so we said that how about we take a car to the customer in a virtual form right. so that you're able to test drive the car sitting in the comfort of your, you know, uh, sofa, morning cup of tea you're having and a newspaper gets delivered to you wherein you got an opportunity to test drive a car. So that was the initial thought. It's It originated from the consumer inside saying that, can I make a test drive happen? Mm -hmm. And of course, the probability of conversion is high when you reach out to a more mass audience. Right. So we said that which is the best uh, mass scale platform which we can reach out to right. in a static format right. because you're talking about car and hence newspapers tend to carry a good amount of weightage. Uh, because you need to look at the car, you need to read about detailing on the car. So Times of India was obviously the natural choice for the brand, which is Tata Motors, because they were launching a car. So they said that we are going to advertise in Times of India on a given date. And we said, wow, that's a huge number, 2.5 million users across Mumbai, Delhi and Bangalore. Mm. Uh, can we do something better to make that newspaper ad 
stand out rather than just being a static newspaper ad right and that's when this idea got originated that how about we combine that with a virtual test drive possibility mm. and then we reached out to tata motors with this idea we scoped out the possibility of shooting a live action sequence in pune when the car was getting launched mm. uh, we shot with a custom rig which was uh, you know largely on omni rig or maybe a, a gopro rig and we shot both the interiors and the exteriors uh, with a detailed storyboard took that to tata motors they loved the whole thought and then the media agency for the tata motors actually anyway was negotiating with times of india to put that advertisement in times of india we just piggy back in terms of printing 2.5 million cardboards in oh, a lovely. flattened out manner uh, those flattened cardboard were actually pasted on to times of india Brilliant. along with their partners Brilliant. and then it reached out to so many people of course it was the first step wherein we had to also create an app so this was a branded app which was created on both ios and an android platform right. uh, which you had to download and once you download you have a you know an opportunity to actually use the google cardboards which had been supplied in your newspaper uh, look at the car look in the interiors of the car look at the exteriors of the car and enjoy it in a very very natural environment which you otherwise uh, would have to go to a showroom to try it out Oh, so brilliant! I I I think it's a uh, at that point of time, two thousand fifteen. That's way too early, Absolutely. and uh, the idea itself is brilliant. Where you guys made these cardboards and kind of like put it onto right. the newspapers because you've got them. So, uh, do you have any data? Because, uh, or was there, a, like a pre. uh media done for because i mean at that point of time uh, i'm i'm sure i mean there, there there's there's been lack of education awareness about virtual reality so even if the papers go out the reach go out did people understand that those cardboards can be made into a vr headset and then you dock your phone into it so do you do you have like data of that i mean what was the actual uh numbers which people experienced uh, is there so we always were uh, taking this experience with a pinch of salt right, right as you rightly mentioned 2015 was too ahead of its time for mm. somebody to understand that i could actually make a cardboard and you know dock my phone into right. it so we had to ensure that the newspaper advertisement had enough uh, diy right. kind of uh, detailing into right. the ad first point uh second was that uh, we actually did a kind of a trial run of that in auto expo in delhi okay so when we uh, actually created a test drive or a virtual test drive at auto expo in delhi mm. we were able to understand that what are the typical learnings from that mm. you know whether people are comfortable using it what are the pain areas can we improvise on that and mm. so on and so forth mm. so the fact that we experimented with this in february 2015 mm-hmm. uh, before the actual uh, launch which happened in may 2015 mm-hmm. we were able to use that time to actually uh, circle back and understand that what are the changes which we need to do in terms of the hardware part of it mm-hmm. in terms of actual download uh, obviously the initial pickup was uh, relatively slower right. because most of the people saw the newspaper ad it was like a jacket advertisement four pages of times of right, india right. and you say yeah it's a usual car ad but once you flip the page and you realize that there is some sticky paper which is attached to it then you start toying with it and there were a lot of people who actually uploaded you on youtube saying that this is what i got in my newspaper today oh, and this is how you do it so in a way there were 
early takers who actually were excited with the thought of making a cardboard for yourself and then downloading the app mm. so in the first week um, wherein the i would say the organic input onto the internet went very high so mm. people started uploading videos saying that this is how i made a cardboard and i'm able to actually enjoy a car right. which i would say is more like an earned media for the brand right. which they were able to do and then of course we also use the other forms of social media to push it aggressively uh, tweets were sent about it a lot Lovely. of people spoke about it we also made a like a <clears throat> video which was shared with the you know the immediate fraternity right but uh, the downloads were if i can put an exact number I, i think so if if my memory doesn't serve me wrong we are talking about both on ios and android as a platform the initial downloads for the app went quite high okay and i think so the rating was also close to about 4 4 and a half star for the app okay. uh, which is good enough for testimonial more than that i think so the sales for the cars also picked up which obviously is not purely because of this vr drive the okay. the product is really good okay. and a lot of credit goes to the product okay. but i'm saying that uh, the consumers were able to understand that the brand is really taking next leap in terms of technology okay. and hence the affinity in terms of saying that i think so i might relate with such kind of a Completely. brand went up which reflected in terms of the sales number also okay. right yeah so so uh, i think innovation can go anywhere and everywhere it's just that you know when couple of people come together and put their mind to it and you know, i mean you can make a, 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 you know everything more Absolutely. experiential you know so so brilliant i mean uh, for 2015 obviously brilliant so do you have any other examples like that i mean or uh, some other experience that uh, you uh, you guys have created which you would like to share with the audience Uh, as far as indian market goes there have been lot of examples which we have done i, I think so mostly in, in terms of automobile space mm-hmm. i would say mm-hmm. uh, a couple of reasons because automobile as a category is uh, is ever evolving and mm-hmm. you know it, it it essentially hinges on the right use of technology so that's one area globally i think so one of the best examples which comes to my mind is something which our london office did for uh there's a taller tallest building in uh central london called the shard right um uh, so you have to you know if you want to go to the the top floor of the right. shard and see the view from there right. you have to obviously pay certain pounds right. to reach there right. what we did was that we actually created a virtual slide from the shard right. so you go on the top floor of a building which is a very high rise building and you are actually uh you made to sit on a chair right. um and you put on a hmd a head mounted display right. and all of a sudden you see yourself going down a, a virtual slide from the top of the building at mm-hmm. speeds of 100 miles per hour uh which was a brilliant exercise for the simple reason being because people started talking about it and it's not just a virtual slide but you're also if the slide is moving to the left the chair is also moving to the left so it was synchronized communication oh, lovely in terms of your visual and physical movement happening in sync with the slide right uh that's been one of the most talked experiences globally and it's also an intellectual property for the company oh, because you are able to create an ip which builds footfalls so people started queuing up for the shard experience which was called the view um ticket price was about 26 pounds oh, and you were able to actually uh, strap yourself onto this moving chair put on a head mounted display and you're thrown out of shard at a speeds of 100 miles per hour 100 miles per hour you know going in crazy rounds along the shard looking at the overview of london 
from that height. And then finally, when you realize that it's all virtual, that's been one of the most talked experiences globally. Super. So, so, so tell me, I mean, are you guys, you know, because I, I see that uh, eventually uh, with XR, uh, these emergent tech like AI, blockchain is, is going to converge. So are you guys exploring uh, anything like that? Uh, technology is an ocean, right. to be honest with right. you. Right. Uh, you. You look at focusing on one aspect of technology and you realize that something else has come up tomorrow, right. um, which makes your today's work either uh, completely you know, going thrown out of tangent right. or something which is not really what you wanted to do. So to answer your question, uh, yes, technology as an investment area is of immense importance to us as a company. Right. Uh, when you talk about XR or for that matter AI or even for that matter ML, we're constantly toying with the idea of how we can make best use of this from a marketing communication standpoint. Right. Uh, we always take it with a pinch of salt. We don't want to really say that uh, this is has the potential to change the world. Of course it has, but right. we need to create enough use cases. We need to create enough real-time solutions rather than a XR solution for the for the sake of creating an XR solution. Right. So I would say that our investments are in a cautious way. One, right. that's the best way to define yeah. it. And uh, yes, we are looking at technologies which have a, a potential to solve a, a marketer's problem, either right. in terms of communication, that communication could be at a retail level, that communication could be at a, a, a B2B or a B2C level. But till the time the technology has a potential to solve that solution, in a manner which a customer is happy about, right. our investments would be into that particular space area. Right, right. So, so tell me about, um, is there any problems which you have solved uh, for a brand which has made the marketing side completely really happy and as a creator, right. you've, you've felt like really good about it. Uh, and is there any such experience which you would like uh, to share? I think so. The, the automobile experience is one which definitely stands out as one of the experience because mm -hmm. we are able to tell the consumer that uh, if you really want to test drive a car, here's mm -hmm. an easy way to do it. Right. So that's clearly addressing one of the key, uh, I would say, uh, one of the wish lists for the marketeers is to right. ensure that my car is being test driven. And right. that's something which definitely stands out mm -hmm. uh, when I talk about an automobile as a space. Uh, in recent past, I would say that there have been a lot of efforts in terms of using a web web AR. Right. Uh, because we also realized that uh, pushing the app way is not a great way for a marketer to say that, okay, I'll create an app and hope the consumer will download the app. Right. Right. And I'm purely talking from a B2C standpoint. Mm -hmm. uh, and hence, we are saying that we may not necessarily want to talk about uh, downloading an app, but how can we make your assets available on web? Right. So that as a consumer, if I'm interested in experimenting with a certain SKU for a brand, right. I can simply go to the web, download the asset and see for myself that how, from using augmented reality, mm -hmm. that how it fits well. Right. So that's an area which we are definitely trying to address as a brand, right. wherein more of, most of our focus in helping address that particular problem. Right. That it's like trying it before you buy it kind of a scenario. Right. So, so what are your views on 
India's AR VR industry. You know, you've got these bunch of startups who are like actually push driving the ecosystem, doing their own stuff. But the market seems to be a little slow. I mean, the, which which is obviously it's not just in India. The globally, also it's the same space. It's not like going. Uh... So, is there a lack of a community uh, ecosystem? But because if you see the the US market is growing. I mean, you know, sure. it's, it's taking its own space, but is growing. China is is growing. Even Europe. I mean. India is just opening up and, and there is there is so much opportunity over here. We've got 1.3 billion. I mean, at this point in time, uh, uh, Geo has kicked drive this kind of, uh, whole new generation of people who are uh, now, you know, digital, who, who right. got their own, uh, who are hooked onto internet and stuff like that. But but st- there, there's this huge opportunity, but there is there is some missing link uh, do you see uh, a lacuna out there? Right. Yes, it is evident. Right. I, I I couldn't agree more. Uh, uh, you know, I couldn't agree more with you on this. Uh, the biggest challenge is that if you talk about the ecosystem, right. I I think so. There are many uh, commendable efforts which have been done in terms of getting this fraternity together. Right. Uh, there have been uh, independent. Uh, you know, I would say. Events, right. uh, one of the events which even you have hosted, right. which which basically get all the uh, the right people together right. and to talk more about the technology part of it. Right. On the other hand, if you see who's going to actually buy this technology, right. it's either the marketer, and I'm purely restricting myself to the media communication or right. the advertising industry at this right. point in time. Uh, the ecosystem essentially involves three different isolated units at this point in time. One is the tech brigade, which obviously are talking to each other. We are exchanging notes in terms of what's new in technology, how we could experiment on it, how we could encourage it. The marketer is either not directly involved with these technology startups right, in right. some way or the other, and rightfully so, because they've got other things to look after. Right Now, they have outsourced, or rather I would say they have... Um, they have suitably identified the right partners to take the brand communication forward, right. which is where the marketing or the creative agencies come into play, right. which is the second, I would say, a segment to right. talk about. This segment is itself very fragmented mm-hmm. and it takes a while to get this particular segment together to be able to see the larger picture. Right. What I mean by fragmented is that you no longer have an advertising agency which can actually consult you on your creative media and technology mm. you will at best have a advertising agency which is fragmented into a creative agency uh, which can only consult you on the creative aspect of the business mm. but then once you take that creative from an amplification standpoint to a media you got further fragmentation into digital and out of home and retail and mobile and web and so on and so forth mm. so what's happening is that amidst this fragmentation there is no larger picture emerging. And the larger picture is that how the technology can actually make things easier for brand to reach to a consumer right. using mobile as a platform. Right. So at best, we are toying with the ideas of digital ads. We are toying with the idea of uh, maybe a better SEO and SEM when it comes to the digitization of your system. Right. But not much work is happening on the visual storytelling, right. which itself is one of the key aspects why a consumer wants to connect with a brand right so if you if you rewind maybe 20 25 years back mm. uh, the visual storytelling medium was so strong that good brands were built on that right 
whether you talk about Amul, you talk about Fevicol, you talk about Thumbs Up, mm-hmm. you talk about Maruti. Good brands were built on emotional connect between the brand and the consumer. Right. And the creative agencies were playing a very crucial role in that. Now, with the addition of technology, I think so the larger picture has to emerge from these three players coming and talking to each other more often. Right. Uh, to the best of my knowledge, there is very limited action happening wherein one body is putting the marketeer, the technology and the creative agencies together in a room or in a on a platform and saying that, guys, talk, work out what is possible. There would be still learning curve there right. because technology itself is evolving. Right. I mean, if you look at the kind of uh, AR which used to happen maybe four years back, right. it's improved to a large extent Completely. now thanks to AR Core and AR Kit. It's far more accessible also. Right. And the fact that it's far more accessible and the hardware and the software is taking pace, mm-hmm. the communication between these three stakeholders is something which, according to me, is a, a little gray area or not been addressed with a lot of focus and attention. Right. I, I think so this month itself, there is an event happening in Bangalore, which right. is uh, GAFX, which right. is uh, gaming and uh, you know visual effects uh, right. community. Right. Now, you're again talking about gaming and visual effects community, right. but uh, there is a limited foray in terms of the creative, because of course, there's going to be a lot of discussions about technology. Right. Gaming in itself is an art form. Right. Uh, visual effects can actually make a lot of wonders when it comes to any kind of a visual storytelling. <clears throat> and of course, there's going to be a lot of play on AI, a lot of play on right. blockchain and so on and so forth. But is the marketer present there? to ensure that he's able to connect the dots. So the idea is that these three are staying in isolation. Somebody needs to connect the dots to see the larger picture and then make them work. I'm again not saying that it's a quick fix solution. I have full respect to the efforts going on across different platforms. But I think so this is an ever-evolving process. And one of the things which can catalyze this is a better networking between the creative marketeer and the technology fraternity, which will catalyze this process. It will still take its own time. But the least it can do is it can expedite it to some extent. Completely, completely. So, yeah, I mean, in uh, with immersion, you, you're trying to do that in some way and with, sure. with the next ed- edition. Though this year, I mean, we missed out the mar- marketeers. They, they, there was not like a large group of marketeers present for, for this thing. But obviously, that is something which we will make an effort to kind of like sort that out, Absolutely. you know, because you fill that gap. And yes, because I, I don't know whether you've... Uh, uh, heard about this guy called Kichi Matsuda from Leap Motion. So there, there's this film that he had made. You know, it's, it's it's like a little futuristic film where you, there's this person who's in a bus and he gets into this shop or a mall and everything is annotated. You know, you're the brands. Yeah. Uh, everything is annotated. So so I see a future like that obviously coming soon. I mean, you know, and with, with VR, it, it, it's got its minus point where it, it's an isolating experience. But then look at the positive side for, for the, the marketeer. Uh, at this point, nobody wants to consume advertising, right? You know, sure. whether you're in a theater or whether you're experiencing uh, your theater, you run away uh, when, when in the interval for, for in, in TV, you, 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 mute you, the ads. Yeah, you mute the Absolutely. ads, your, your phones and your computers, you have your uh, adware where you can block ads and things like that. But with VR, you, you're consumed and, sure. and, and you can throw in these native advertising and plus with heat maps, you can gather data and actual data. Okay, your your consumer was looking at your ad or what, not looking at your ad. So, so sure. I see a lot of these uh, plus points, which um, 
maybe the marketers are not really uh, looking at and once they look at those data and, and the positives of that I, i'm sure the agencies the market marketers would uh, jump Certainly. into the uh, i think so you you used the right word uh, why people are doing this ad blocking and mm. because it's currently using an interruption mode right uh, and nobody likes a interruption in any form of communication mm. when i am looking at a content um i'm getting immersed i'm getting engaged with that piece of content right. advertising acts as an interruption correct but the moment advertising changes its communication platform from being interrupting to being engaging like you spoke about in vr right if there is a proper engagement of a brand into the storytelling right. which takes the communication forward which eases out the communication i don't think so i would mind it exactly we into the narrative exactly. and you, you... i mean uh, call it an old school thought but uh, have you seen this movie called castaway tom yeah, hanks yeah, yeah, now fedex was a very classic case of a brand aiding the storytelling right. in that movie right imagine if castaway were to be built today again in vr right and if i am seeing myself as a fedex employee right and i'm wearing fedex clothes right. and i'm flying in a fedex uh, you know cargo uh, airplane right. and i relive that experience of a plane uh, diving into the ocean and there's a you know i'm left alone stranded on an island right if i were to relive that in vr right it's going to be a a very good piece of communication for me as a person to live that right. and the fact that i'm now being a fedex employee and what do i do with right. that i don't think so i would mind it right correct now that's because the brand is actually aiding the storytelling there right and it's not coming across as an interruption to you right there is a reason why tom hanks is a fedex uh, employee cast in that movie right. because his job defines him to do so right and then his uh, his emotional engagement with the basketball called wilson right. and how he's kind of emotionally drawn when the wilson moves away in ocean right. now these are all emotional elements which as humans we connect with right So coming back to the point I think so advertising has to move away from being interruptive to being engaging Amazing. and I see a huge potential in VR making it happen exactly I've got this view that uh, we be so close to jumping into the 3D spatial uh, uh, computing space right what are your views on that how far do you think uh, i i'm i'm too positive and i think it's just a couple of years away i mean what are your views on it and what do you think would be the impact of uh, 3d spatial computing because so far we've been we all we live in a 3d world but somehow we've been restricted to a 2d, 2D world space, right you know right, right from everything your theaters television mobile computers everything so it's just maybe with like an apple launching their ar headset or another uh, brand doing it we will eventually be jumping into a 3d world i mean which i feel is just around the corner i mean what are your views on that and what would be the impact i i think so and two parts to your question one um, the 3d computing world is a reality right. first point it's just a matter of time as you rightly mentioned and with 5g specifically coming into play right. i think so your data speeds will uh, be something which would be skyrocketing which right. itself will open a flood gates in terms of looking at 3d computing as a possibility right. where do i see it impacting us right. i think so it's important that the the behemoths like an apple or a google or for that matter any of the leading studios hmm. uh the brief which i would set out to ourselves 
is that we have to first impact it at a very functional level to the customer. Mm. When I say functional level, things like, for example, maps, most of us use it inevitably now. Whether we are traveling from point A to point B, mm. we are so habitual of maybe seeing maps on an Ola or an Uber or even on your phones. If you were to build a 3D computing layer onto that, mm. which is more day-to-day -day usage mm. case, right? Um, or maybe something which is to done at a utility level. Right. I think so that's where probably a customer will understand that, wow, this is the possibility. And once you see that possibility happening, which means you're increasing the usability of that particular technology in a day-to-day -day life. Once the usability of that technology goes up, right overlapping it with a brand communication messaging or any kind of a message which would eventually monetize it mm -hmm. is going to be far more easier. Right. So in my views, I think so. The single line brief which I would set out to myself is that how I can use any of these 3D computing technologies to build a day-to-day -day relevance for me as a customer. Right. It's It could be an example as simple as using 3D computing in a map scenario for a travel from point A to point B. Right. So, um, a final question of the, the day. So, any personal moonshots uh, that you have and what's the vision for uh, Happy Finish? <laughs> Actually, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm in love with the idea of uh, creative storytelling and I believe that technology, if you ask me as a vision personally for a professional, right. uh, technology and storytelling have a very, very strong uh, potential if combined together. And I don't see that happening currently. Right. If that happens, that's going to be probably one of the things which I would want to pioneer in, in years to come. Oh, lovely. So so what a great note to uh, end with. And I guess I'm sure you guys will take something out of this. And the, the listeners will try and figure out how you can sort that out, uh, that connection between the technology and storytelling. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so pleasure having you, uh, Ashish. It was Thanks. lovely talking Thanks to you. So, thank you. My pleasure. And uh, I'm going to have all the details of Ashilma uh, and this company, Happy Finish, uh, below the link. And if you guys like what you guys see, please subscribe and catch you guys next time. Eh? Thank you. See you. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye.